You're listening to Business Stories with Ryan Arcarachi, where I speak to business professionals from all walks of life. Thanks for listening, and let's get to it. Welcome back, everybody. It's Ryan. Uh, today, I am looking to talk to the local business owner, somebody who is maybe starting out fresh in a new business at the local level. Maybe you're in a small town or a big city and you really want to get your footing as far as marketing and sales. You can generate business with a successful marketing campaign. My guest today is Miss Laura Nelson. She's with Signpost. She's based out of Denver. She is the VP of marketing. And Laura is here to talk to us about how to create a successful approach for marketing. Laura, thanks for being here. And tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Hi, Ryan. Um, thanks so much for having me. As you mentioned in your intro, I am currently with a company called Signpost. We are software for small businesses. And this is a you know third in a series of companies that I have worked at that have served the small business audience through a software solution. But also I come from a family of entrepreneurs. Um, both my parents had a local publishing business that was supported by hundreds of advertisers every month. So it is a cohort that is near and dear um, to my heart. <laughs> mm -hmm. As you mentioned, I'm in marketing. So I talk with business owners all the time about understanding their customer, about creating plans to meet them where they are and ultimately grow their businesses. Right. And that's interesting. So were you involved at all when you were younger, helping your parents with the business or any marketing with them? Absolutely. Yeah. So I played many roles in the business. As I mentioned, it was a publication. So I helped design advertisements. I helped with writing. Um, I also helped with getting monthly copies to our advertisers. A little bit of everything, really. Um, my mom was the real marketing genius behind the business, and, and she's the one who recruited and sold ads to all of our um, ad supporters. So, um, you know, I learned a lot from, from watching her and, and learning how she talked to local businesses. That's interesting. So what are a couple of things she taught you? What did you learn from, from working with your mom? You know, I gained a real appreciation of sales, particularly inside sales. So she would make over a hundred calls a day mm -hmm. trying to reach these advertisers, whether she knew them you know, from prior editions or whether she was trying to build a relationship. Right. And, you know, being in the same room and hearing that, um, you know, for hours and hours really made an impression on me. And right. I've worked with inside sales teams since and heard you now how they get rejected on the phone over and over each and every day. And um, I personally, I could not do that job. <laughs> yeah. But I do have a real appreciation for someone who's willing to put themselves out there who can talk to strangers and who can help, you know, create a need and provide a solution for something like advertising or software. Right. So, you know, when we talk about 
local businesses, one of the biggest things you can do to build credibility and generate business is through word of mouth, word of mouth mm -hmm. marketing uh, to attract customers. I mean, they say your best salespeople are really your customers talking about you, right? So absolutely. Yeah. So what, what do you think are some techniques or strategies that somebody listening should start doing to build that credibility and that word of mouth? Absolutely. Well, I, I mentioned advertising a minute ago and that your audience probably already knows that um, that's not necessarily the answer when we're talking about credibility and word of mouth. Right. Right. Um, a lot has changed in the past couple of decades in how local businesses get the word out about their business and in how, you know, consumers talk about their businesses too. Right. A lot of this has moved online and a lot of this has, um, you know, come to fruition in the form of online reviews. So right. yeah, it used to be one direction, you know, business was going to tell the market about what it did. There might be a testimonial on there, but it was, you know, highly curated. Right. And now, you know, people are going online to Google and Yelp and Facebook and talking about their experiences with businesses and, you know, rating them and, and providing context to, you know, their interactions with these businesses too. Right. So all of that to say, like what used to be a one-to-one -one recommendation from neighbor to neighbor is now one to many, right? right. And someone right. can write feedback on a business that can be seen by potentially hundreds or thousands of people in a community. Right. So it's, it's scary for business owners, but as you said earlier, those customers spreading the word of mouth is a real opportunity. So business owners really have to embrace that and make sure it works for them and not against them. So when we talk about signpost, I think signpost is is a special specialist in sort of helping maintain that word of mouth um, and helping spread the word and managing that. Because if you think about it as a business owner now, you're kind of the spotlight's on you, right? Because one bad review could really hurt your business, right? But one good one one good review could could blow it up. So, you know, how does signpost handle managing that you know that worry like oh I don't, I don't know what i'm going to do if i get a bad review or you know what happens if someone says something in a facebook group and the next thing you know i'm i'm in trouble like how do you ease that worry yeah a lot of this uh you know the concept for the software came about because there was a need to systematize this process right what we find is that most businesses who play defense or who don't have a proactive role in generating word of mouth for their businesses um, will be dealing with the angry people who are the first to go online and write a bad review, right? right. We've all seen that where you know, a business may only have a handful of reviews and guess what? It's the unhappy people yeah. who have gone online and done this. Um, what tools like signposts help to do is make sure that you know business follows up with every customer you know be it by email by text links them up to the appropriate listings and 
you know, you probably know this already, but if you've looked for a listing for a business and not been able to find it, you yep. give up. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it's just about making that easy and sending that automatically after the service has been performed or after you've made a purchase and you're at your, your moment of delight. Right. right? So right. if I'm, you know, if I'm getting my, you know, HVAC system repaired or replaced, I'm happiest when the tech has left my home. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, post-transaction, that's the perfect time to ask me for my feedback. Right. And find, you know, similar instances across all sorts of industries where, you know, the best time is to ask right after that transaction has happened. Right. Do you have any particular stories of clients you've worked with who have used signposts and really seen just a lot of positive results through it? Yeah, absolutely. Like we have our, you know, we have testimonials on our website and so forth. So those are easy to find. And you know, the reason for that is like, you know, once people systematize a process like this has an immediate effect on improving their ranking in Google search, mm -hmm. right? Um, we don't have all of the keys to the Google algorithm and, and lots of factors go into that, like um, content, your website, um, but you know, they do put a fair amount of emphasis on what's happening on your Google listing. Yeah. Have, you clicked it? have you added photos? Are you writing reviews? Are you getting recent and relevant reviews? And, and that's one thing that helps businesses stand out online and drive more business. So we hear that each and every day. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think are, I mean, if, if someone's coming into this and listening and thinking, okay, well, I want some help with sort of my marketing strategy. What are some things that somebody should avoid off the bat? Because it, there's so much to invest in marketing. There's social uh -huh. media marketing, there's Google marketing, there's marketing on this website and that website. And with this agency, what are some of the things people should be, be aware of or watch out for? I would say avoid big and long commitments. Yeah. So what I mean by that is like huge expenses. Are you paying or overpaying for a website or an annual contract, right? And maybe you just aren't sure if, you know, this vendor is going to deliver or if this particular strategy is going to work out like Google ads, yeah. Um, I've seen a lot of businesses overspend trying to optimize their performance on Google ads. And sometimes it just doesn't work for particular businesses. Right. Another thing that I see businesses do is fail to measure the ROI of various activities, like, you know, putting a bunch of money into say Facebook ads, but not tracking, you know, which traffic is coming from those ads versus you know, people finding them organically right. online. Right. So you can't improve what you don't measure. So, you know, setting those things up early helps to ensure that you can, you know, monitor and manage your spend and then act accordingly. I mean, things are ever, ever changing, right? With, with marketing every, every year, there's something new. I mean, we've seen the rise in TikTok now and 
and, you know, all of this stuff. What do you think about, you know, using things like TikTok and, and other social media channels and also like any new trends that you see coming out and this year, maybe into 2023, what do you see is the most beneficial to focus on? Yeah, I think, you know, it's, I recommend, you know, that businesses take a hard look at who their customer is and who their target customer is and, and hone in on the social media networks that make sense. So for example, if you're a, a business that sells to a more mature audience in, you know, a community that you know, doesn't have a lot of young people, for example, yep. maybe TikTok's not the right platform for you. Right. Um, and that's an overgeneralization. There's all sorts of people on TikTok, but that's just one thing to think about. You know, it all really starts with you know, who that customer is and what is the appropriate way to find them where they right. are. <clears throat> Chances are you can't start with everything. You've got to start small and you know, pick a couple of channels, do them well, and grow from there. So you asked about trends. I think TikTok is a big one. I see a lot of contractors joining TikTok and doing some fun stuff with it, building out their brand and trying to differentiate, you know, among competitive markets that way. Um, I think too, another trend that has, you know, come up and doesn't seem to be going away is this idea of customer experience. Mm -hmm. It is making things easy for that prospect and customer once he or she becomes a customer throughout every touch point your business has with them. So, you know, for example, if you are a business that only enables people to get in touch by phone, you're probably missing out on those prospects who would rather text you, send you a Facebook message, rather use your web chat, et cetera. Right. Um, think about where the friction points are with your customer interactions and figure out how to you know, optimize and improve them. That's really interesting to talk about because I mean, like a while back, um, you know, my parents had to go to a medical facility and mm-hmm. they, they were amazed at how easy it was to sign in and get called up to go get, you know, checked or whatever they were doing. It was, and they came back and they told me, you know, this experience was amazing. Everything was easy. It was fast. It was efficient. And I don't think people realize that that is what people expect now. They expect the convenience, uh-huh. sending a sending a text, getting an answer, getting the answer they want, getting in and out the door quickly. Uh, people just don't expect to have their time wasted anymore. And that's part of the customer experience. Wouldn't you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. And you hit that nail on the head by highlighting the word convenience, yeah. right? It's not just for Amazon. You, know, you can provide this at the local level, it can be as simple as text communication for things that don't require a phone call. Right. Right. Like my car was in the collision shop for the last six weeks. And while it took a long time to repair, I got texts twice a week with the status. So that was super convenient for me and for them. We didn't have a whole, have to have a whole conversation about it. Yeah. It was right there. Um, 
you know, another example that comes to mind was when I hired a contractor for my garage door. Yep. Um, I didn't want to call multiple companies and get them to come over here. There was one that had an online calendar here, schedule your service appointment. Well, that was a no brainer for me. I'm going to take the path of East resistance. That's convenient for me. Right. <laughs> it's either after hours or the workday I'm working on this and I don't have time to call a bunch of people, but right. I can't get on a calendar. Right. Right. I think that's a huge key takeaway is that if you are marketing, your marketing is your customer experience, right? And the easier experience they have to work with you, like you said, getting those texts about your car, booking an appointment on a calendar takes two minutes of your time. That's huge. That's, that's mm -hmm. a huge, um, that's a huge checkbox, you know, to get customers, you know, wanting to work with you because it just makes, at the end of the day, people, people want their lives to be easier, right? Yeah. Not harder. Right. So, you know, and I understand too, because I work with some home service clients that, you know, people, their house is flooded or they have some damage. Like it's a stressful thing. And the last thing you want to have to do is make 10 phone calls to get one appointment. They, they want yeah. a text, they want an email, they want someone at their door quickly. They want the problem solved in the most efficient way possible. Um, and I think that's what businesses need to understand these days is that's sort of the expectation of the consumer, right? Yeah. And I would encourage all business owners too, to think about the great consumer experiences they have right. and, you know, innovate and create ways that they can be incorporated into your own business, right. right? We don't all need same day delivery with the supply chain power of Amazon, but are there conveniences that you can build in that provide the Amazon experience for your own industry, right? Right. And I think the funny thing is it's it's the little things you do, right? Just the, the maybe the text after the job has been done, just Hey, mm -hmm. how are you? How, how are you feeling? Did everything work out? Were you happy with the service? Were you happy with the, the person that came out to do the job? Um, and that stuff, those little tiny things that show you care are so easy to do now. And I know yeah. Signpost has some technology that does this. Can you talk a little bit about the technology of Signpost and what, how you can help with this kind of a thing? Oh yeah, sure. I'll touch on that briefly. Um, we, as I mentioned before, we have a reputation management component to our platform in that you know, we help businesses get more word of mouth, more reviews online on the sites that matter to their business. So we've been doing that a long time. It's still super important to showing up online and getting chosen by that target customer. But we've also evolved into a communications platform where we're helping businesses with that next step, right? Someone finds your business, they choose you, now they have to get in touch. So what are the multiple ways? You know, we help businesses open these lines of communication through, you know, a single inbox test texting platform. We bring Google messaging into that platform. We bring Facebook messaging into that platform. Um, we also have a live receptionist service that, uh, you know, complements our software in that, you know, we know that a lot of people do business by the phone, but miss a lot of calls. 
And so, you know, our team is able to help with any, you know, capacity constraints that a lot of businesses are experiencing now with shortfalls in staffing, right? Backstop for night and weekends. Um, you know, that helps our clients make sure that they never miss a call, they never miss a business opportunity. Yeah, that's that's great. Well, this has been a good conversation, Laura. Um, if people have questions about Signpost or, or need some help from you or your team, what is the uh, best way to reach you? Sure. Uh, if you want to learn more about Signpost, just simply visit signpost.com. And if you want to get in touch with me, my email address is lnelson at signpost.com. That's great. Do you have any events or anything coming up you want to announce any maybe webinars or anything you do to just offer free content or anything? Yeah, um, I would check our social posts just depending on you know when this podcast comes out um, that will provide the most current info on, on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, etc. Um, we host and co-host webinars all of the time. Um, we're attending trade shows all of the time as well. So um, hope to see you guys soon in your market. Great. Well, thank you, Laura. It's been a great conversation. Have a good rest of your night. Thanks. You as well. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you're interested in becoming an episode sponsor, please email me at livingryan at gmail.com. And thank you so much.